1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Single Life Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only, Teresa.
2: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing?
1: Wow. <laughs> that sounds like a end of season. How's everyone doing? Why? You were
2: fired. Oh, actually, they- <laughs>
1: yeah, you were fired it's up.
2: It's the end of season. <laughs> it's like you I were. I am fired up. You are saving I up am.
1: all of your energy for this last podcast of very the season. Very true. Very true. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I've I have mixed feelings. I'm happy we've reached the end of this mm-hmm. season. I'm yes. Thrilled. I was thrilled to wake up and see this tell-all part two was only forty seven minutes
2: 48
1: 48 minutes <laughs> but um yeah mixed feelings because my trusty koozie went missing
2: i can't believe i can't believe what happened to your koozie <laughs> I i'm I having trust it i have a lot of anxiety because you don't even think
1: don't this even
2: shitty koozie don't even look at this and koozie. it's throwing me off we have our gas station koozie. Like John has his favorite gas station. I have my favorite gas station. Also, John's favorite gas station is also my favorite gas station.
1: You're being a little greedy with your favorite gas stations. You can Ugh, only have, I have one, two. You can only have one favorite. I have two. I think you have one favorite gas station, but you have two favorite logos. Yes. Because that's not your favorite gas station. No. So let's be honest here.
2: So I have a Sinclair Dino koozie. Mm-hmm. I love the logo.
1: You love dinosaurs. I do
2: love dinosaurs. You I also. Think, I think the brand, the whole thing, is really cool. It's very cool. It's very old too.
1: It's kind of old, yeah. Yeah. But you also love beavers.
2: I do love beavers too.
1: And my so favorite gas station is Bucky's. And
2: so is mine. When it comes to the product, it's definitely Bucky's for me. When it comes to the logo, I do love Sinclair a little better.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sinclair hey, life.
2: Bucky's is life.
1: Yeah, well, Bucky's is is life, but the koozie is gone.
2: Missing. We're going to get you a new one. We We should get get a few. We should get a few. We
1: got to get some backups.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're like a dollar, so we can get two or three just in case.
1: Must have gotten wasted one night and left the koozie on the bottle as I tossed it into the trash or something.
2: It's missing.
1: It's really throwing me off my game.
2: It's throwing me off. Your (sighs) koozie doesn't even fit your bottle.
1: Ugh. Don't even look at it. It's It's, horrible. It's atrocious. It's embarrassing. (laughs) I don't even know why I'm using the koozie at this point.
2: I don't know. I offered you my bachelorette koozie that says, cheers, bitches.
1: Yeah. If we were doing before the 90 day and we were going to talk about Elijah, maybe I would go cheers, bitches. But we're here to talk about the single life tell all part two. We have reached the end, folks.
2: We sure have. Finally. I have to say the tell telos were much, 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 much much better than the actual season.
1: Yes and no. And maybe the reason you feel that they were better is because they didn't talk about the season at all. I
2: was going to say that. They didn't address
1: the season at all.
2: At all. It was all about the couples in their past.
1: That's it. They didn't talk about Natalie's dates. There was no Johnny or Josh
2: no one joined, no one from this season, as you said, Debs no dates, Johnny, no whoever, no
1: Jay, no, no Bob, Bill, Bill, yeah, <laughs> Bob wasn't there either, I would have taken a Bob, there was nothing. No one. We got, we got one shot of Sinshan's date. Yes. And that was it.
2: Yeah, but she didn't even join, it was a throwback.
1: And that's what makes me go,
2: this is all, this is
1: all a scam, they're not really dating these people. They're all just for TV.
2: Um, I guess. I, I believe that some of them were trying to find a partner.
1: I think they're trying to find partners. I think they're single and I think they're mingling. I just don't think they're actually dating Bill. I don't think Deb's actually dating Jay. I think that was all for the show. And that's I think why she's this, trying. I think she's trying. I just don't think that was a legit date. I think that was a for TV. I think that was an as seen on TV date. And there was no reason to bring Jay on? Because what's he going to say? Yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know. A producer called me and said, you want to be on TV? And so I did. Like, it's not a real date. There's nothing to talk about.
2: We don't know that for sure, but I'm with you. I was expecting a tell that we're going to dig deep into these dates. Meanwhile, it was Debbie and Coles and their dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa being pregnant losing the baby, which is very sad. Then it's Ed and Liz and... That craziness. They didn't
1: even talk about Coyote.
2: Literally, right? what, Co- happened to coyote? what happened to Coyote? We didn't cover them, but yeah, what happened to her? I'm, now I'm
1: even more glad that we didn't cover them I know. because it was a whole also sham. Fake. It's yeah. like an absolute sham.
2: Then Sinjin. It was all about Sinjin and Tanya, and right. even Missy joined. But hey, where is Kira? Where right. is his uh, good-looking friend?
1: All right, you calm down.
2: No one joined. Stepanka. I mean, I guess she yeah, did where really. was Fred? Yes, at least Fred could have joined. There was Fred someone. Could have,
1: Fred could have joined. I Some, could literally
2: it's unbelievable. no one joined. And maybe that's why it was good. I don't know. Yeah. Because those people would probably have nothing to say.
1: Well, that's my point. And that's why the season was bad, because there was nothing happening on the season. And at least they didn't drag it into the tell-all. Yeah. But it was just, it didn't make sense. Yeah.
2: I, I have to say the season one of The Single live was awesome.
1: We also didn't cover it, so we didn't no, think but that we watched hard. It for,
2: yes, but we watched it for pleasure. And if something sucks and we are just watching it for pleasure, we wouldn't watch it. We
1: stopped watching All We are like, this sucks.
2: <laughs> kind of. I'm sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> uh, let's, let's get into it. Uh, before we do, though, of course, a little housekeeping. Make sure you guys are following us on social media, Instagram especially. That's where all the good stuff's happening, at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Good times over there. So come on, follow us. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Apple, Spotify, it doesn't matter. You can follow us wherever you're listening. Right now, just look down and smash that follow button.
2: Gosh, smash it like it's as hot as the end of this season. Whoa. Because we all <laughs> wanted to get here.
1: Yes, and we have reached the end. So make sure you follow the podcast for what is next. Because we still have a lot of good lot of good pods we do. coming and out.
2: I don't regret covering this one. You never know what's coming your way. And it was fun. It was good at the beginning and it's decent at the end. It was
1: so good at the beginning.
2: What happened in the middle was a little unfortunate, but hey, it wasn't terrible overall.
1: That's always the hardest part of storytelling is the second act. A good story has three acts, right? The beginning, the middle, and the end. The second act is always the hardest. What do you do with these characters? How do you stretch this out? It's easy to open a story. It's easy to close a story. Really? It's that second act. That's I think it's
2: really difficult to open a story. That's why I...
1: You introduce the characters. Here are the characters.
2: Yeah, but I usually, when it comes to shows, and not just 90 Day, when it comes to shows, when I don't like the first and the second episode, which I usually don't, I give up. Someone has to really force me like, hey, this is a really good Mm. show. Power through it. This happened to us with Schitt's Creek. This happened to me. I had to get into Mad Men. It took me like three or four episodes than one of my favorite shows ever but that's my issue i usually give up before i really give it a chance because i'm not interested
1: understand that makes sense but hey this uh, this struggled with the second act i think but we've reached the finale we've reached the third act let's talk about it leave us a review if you could if you haven't if you have thank you if you haven't thank you in advance
2: if you haven't, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Exactly. Yes, we
1: ask you every podcast. You're not, <laughs> wait, you're not waiting for us to ask you.
2: I hope you guys are not skipping this part.
1: <laughs> if they are, that,
2: that would that would make sense.
1: If if they are skipping it, they wouldn't hear.
2: Well, you saying don't you worry, we're gonna remind you at the end. And
1: we'll remind you <laughs> next podcast and the podcast after that. Okay, let's get into it. Ninety Day Fiance, This Single Life Tell All Part Two. <laughs> And we pick up where we left off with Jesse and Jennifer, Tim and Veronica, Skyping in, <laughs> talking about materialism. Mater- I'm just a material girl living in a material world.
2: It's literally turning into money the segment.
1: Money the segment. Or
2: flexing the segment.
1: Flexing the segment. Yeah, showing off the segment. <laughs> it's it's Jesse... Flexing versus Tim's flexing, and it's just—it's ridiculous. Because at this point, show us your bank statements. Let's get to the bottom of this thing. Let's, let's compare. Let's compare bank notes. Let's compare. Let's see your finances and just put this to rest. And I feel like Jesse was very close. I feel like he was trying to log in on his phone. He was using <laughs> his—he was using his facial recognition. They couldn't recognize him with that ridiculous haircut. And he's like, "I really want to show you my bank statement," but. It's Jesse going, You want to flex with an old Ferrari? I could buy ten of those if I wanted. And Ooh. Tim Tim's like, Jesse, I could buy and sell your ass ten times over. <laughs> so ridiculous. Very gross. And the, we flash back to Jesse on Bears All, talking about how Tim was apparently obsessed with Jesse. So obsessed that Tim would talk to Jennifer. About Jesse.
2: And I first saw that Jesse made it up, but apparently he didn't because Jennifer backs him up and she said, Yeah, Tim, you said, you want to see the hottest man on 90 day franchise? (laughs) (laughs) And apparently he showed her a picture of Jesse.
1: Yeah, which... Uh, he's he's top five. I'm gonna give. Say what you will about Jesse. he's probably true. top five hottest men on that. And if Day. this
2: is true, maybe that's how Jennifer was like. Oh la la, who's this man? Right. Who you, knows?
1: You think it was Tim who sparked? Maybe the Tim
2: is behind this love story. Ooh, Ooh, that
1: would be interesting. Yeah. And so that that comes out, and Veronica gives Tim this look like, you did not. You did not say that, did you? But <laughs> but maybe you did. Like, you can tell she is kind of shocked to hear this, but at the same time, kind of is not.
2: I thought that she's going to attack Jennifer for this. I thought she's going to be like, what, that's insane. But instead, as you said, she just gave Tim a look and laughed.
1: <laughs> right. She's like, oh, Tim. <laughs> classic. Classic Tim.
2: Classic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he told me Jesse was the hottest too.
2: Damn, it's like absolutely fucking not. Right. He didn't say that disaggressively, but he's like absolutely not.
1: He denies it, but his face is saying otherwise because he's trying on these different looks with his eyebrows to find out like which face is the most believable that I didn't say Jesse was hot because he's just contorting, (laughs) kind of like rearranging (laughs) his face this entire time. And believe what you want. But Sean asks... The big question, Tim, Jennifer, why'd you never have sex? And Tim says, toward the end of the trip, we tried to have sex, but I didn't have a condom.
2: And I don't buy it because we've seen them on multiple occasions when Jennifer was actually trying, like jump, yeah. jump on him on the bed, like talking about it, and he was just not having it. I don't buy that they did not have sex at the end because of a condom. Because he was thinking about it, he would have a condom because Jennifer wanted that.
1: Right, you could go downstairs, go to the store, and pick up a condom. Literally. It's not like, oh, we're only here one night, shit, I don't have a condom.
2: Plus, I'm sure Jennifer had condoms too. She seems like someone who would.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Why not? That's... To be safe,
1: yeah, protect. If you're
2: meeting someone who can be your potential husband, etc., and yeah. he's coming here from the U.S., I feel like not that I've ever been in that position, but I would probably pack a condom or two, Maybe. just to just to be sure.
1: I don't know how I would feel if the woman presented the condom to me.
2: I would never flex it, but if it came down to if it came down to it, it, and the guy was like, "Oh my gosh," like, ah. I don't have a condom who would be like, oh, wait a minute. I I packed a few. I would be fine.
0: I would just
1: think like, oh, that must be from another guy who left it behind. Like, I don't know. I don't think. Really? Yeah. I don't think that would turn me on. So
2: girls are not supposed to have condoms?
1: I mean, be safe. Do what you need to do. It's always better to have
2: we one all not. growing up we all had this sex education we all got condoms and we all put them in our wallets well, if, if
1: you told me it was the condom from your sixth grade health class <laughs> i would i'd be hard as a rock so
2: <laughs> i literally had a condom in my wallet for what years we got it
1: europe folks
2: we got it I don't know what it. grade, maybe eighth grade. We Whoa. all got our condoms. We were supposed to practice in a banana. Maybe uh-huh. not eighth grade. Maybe we're older. Maybe high school.
1: No. Oh my gosh. No. I had to. I had to buy my own at the self checkout line. Really? At a superstop and shop because I was so embarrassed. Yeah,
2: I forgot when we had sex education. I guess high school. Thanks. Wow.
1: Nurse yeah. Ruddy, I wish Nurse Ruddy would throw me a couple of rubbers. But yeah,
2: we all got condoms, and we all be like, oh my gosh, now we have condoms. Let's put them in our wallets because it was a thing based on American in Pie eighth, and all of it. In
1: eighth grade,
2: I'm saying at probably high school. I just yeah, threw it out there. That seems
1: a little young yeah. to encourage that sort. No,
2: no, I think high school. I'm sorry, guys. But long story short all of us had a condom in our wallet. <laughs> Girls and guys.
1: Tim Tim must have missed that day. I guess Jennifer <laughs> did too. But yeah, Jennifer cuts him off with the whole condom BS saying, I told you I would never have sex with you. And you said, okay, then let everyone think I'm gay.
2: Which I don't buy either. So no. I'm I'm team neither. I think that Tim never tried having sex with Jennifer. And I think that was hurtful to her because she did try. It never happened. So then people started saying things about Tim. So he turned into, oh, we did try to have sex. And Jennifer at the same time was like, oh, shit, I tried. But now everyone's saying all these crazy things. So she turned it into, oh, I never wanted to.
1: Right. We saw your behavior, Jennifer. Yeah. You were definitely open to it.
2: Yeah, and that's why I think they both feel a little embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Maybe Tim feel embarrassed that he never tried to make a move. Maybe Jennifer feels embarrassed because she did put the moves on Tim and never, ever anything happened. Right. So now they're both trying to kind of like cover their tracks.
1: Well, it's interesting because Tim obviously got a lot of shit for not banging this beautiful woman. And now... Jennifer is giving him an out because everyone, of course, accused him of being gay for not having sex with her. But now she's saying, I told you I would never have sex with you. So it's almost like clearing Tim's name. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't buy any of this.
1: No, they had a condom and Jennifer wanted to have sex. Maybe they did have sex. And for some reason, they're not sharing that or they didn't have sex for some reason or another. We're not getting the whole truth here.
2: Yeah. And I don't think we ever will.
1: No. No.
2: So all we can do is to speculate, which we're not here for.
1: No, we want the facts. We want. Yeah,
2: maybe one day. Maybe
1: one day. So then Sean brings the other cast members into the conversation. And Stephanie's got opinions. Tell all part two. She's she's full of her opinions. And her first opinion is Tim seems a little jealous. Mm. And Stephanie's kind of like, well, come on. Who wouldn't be? I'm jealous of them. They're beautiful. They're traveling the world.
2: Which I can put my mind behind, like I'm—they're a nice-looking couple. I'm not jealous of that. We all are who we are. I mean, what yeah. can you do? I'm not gonna be jealous of someone being super hot. Um, but I am jealous of them traveling so much. I wish we could travel for work all the time. I
1: don't think you're jealous.
2: Not jealous. I'm. What's the word? You. I would, would like, like
1: to. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with them. You, no. That's. That's yeah, yeah. independent of them. You yeah. just want to travel more. And we
2: do travel quite a bit, but yeah. we do it in our free time or for work.
1: We mm-hmm. yeah. just
2: do it all the time.
1: Yeah. And so Stephanie's like, come on, who's, who's not jealous of that? They're traveling. They're beautiful. Tim's like, they're superficial. That's what they are. And Jesse goes, "What is superficial? This ah, is this is our life, you know. We're in Tulum, we're here in Turkey, we're here in <laughs> Spain. We have homes in Russia, homes in Spain. You're just judging two good-looking people living their lives."
2: And I have to say this: I, 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 I don't hate Jesse. I don't like Jesse. I love his stern leg, looking good. Oh boy! But I, I have hottest no man feelings. in the ninety-day franchise. I have n- no feelings towards Jesse whatsoever. But I think he's an asshole because he cannot stop flexing. Right. If he was just a regular person, like, yeah, mention it once. Mention it like, oh, we might be living in Spain. We'll see. You know, now I live in Russia. Jennifer is from Argentina. Nope. From where?
0: Mm, Colombia. I'm
2: sorry, guys. So Jennifer's from Colombia. If he mentioned it like, oh, we're looking for where to settle down and we thought of Spain. Great. Put it out this way and stop saying, oh, we have a home in Russia. We have a home in Amsterdam. We have a home in Spain. It's like, dude, stop flexing. Like, literally.
1: I think a lot of it must come from insecurity. And I don't know. It's been years since I saw Jesse's first season. But he's probably gotten so much shit over the past couple of years because he's on television, because he's on Instagram. He's probably getting a lot of shit. He's probably super insecure and this is the reaction to that saying, oh, we're beautiful. Oh, we're living our lives. Like that's not a confident person wouldn't say that.
2: Yeah. I don't think he's insecure. I just think he's full of himself. I genuinely yeah, but think that. that
1: comes from somewhere.
2: I Yes. He's
1: trying to flex, as you said, yeah. right? He's trying to prove something that comes from a place, I think, of insecurity. Otherwise, you wouldn't feel the need to flex. You would just literally do what he's saying. We're just two good-looking people living our lives. Well, then just live your lives. Yeah. You, there's no need to,
2: to argue about it. But he has no reason to be insecure. Like He was the one who was like the boss in the relationship with Darcy.
1: Best-looking guy in 90 day the family.
2: <laughs> he was the one who got, got away from her because he wanted to. It's not like, oh, he got dumped and all of a sudden he became saying, this successful person. But
1: open up Instagram. He's probably getting hundreds of hateful messages. Oh, for
2: sure. Right. And so, I mean, they all. Right, old. Right. But
1: that's going to take a toll on you. And I think maybe that's what he's reacting to. Not the way he was portrayed on TV or anything, but his daily life of having to battle internet trolls.
2: I guess.
1: So Natalie doesn't believe Jesse and his whole attitude. Natalie's an idiot. Story. We'll get to Natalie. <laughs> she does believe Jennifer, though. Because she's a beautiful woman and a single mom, that's Natalie's dream is to be a beautiful woman and a single mm-hmm. mom.
2: So this is okay, Natalie. I I cannot stand her, but we'll get there. If I have to choo- choose who's better looking, if Jennifer or Jesse, it's definitely Jennifer, right? So okay. what I'm saying is that Natalie's saying, "Oh, Jesse doesn't love her; he just uses her for money, but she loves him." I feel like if Jennifer wanted to do better, she could do better. But I feel like they do love each other. Well, whatever they are, however they talk about themselves and their lives and, you know, they're full of themselves or not. Who cares? I believe they do love each other.
1: Well, Natalie is saying she believes Jennifer is in love.
2: Yes, but she said, oh, Jesse isn't. He's just right. using her.
1: But you're saying, oh, Jennifer is beautiful. She could find someone else. Yes, she's I thought Jennifer
2: love. can do whatever no, she wants. She's
1: the one that's in love. According to Natalie, yeah, so Natalie she's doing she, know. but she's doing what she wants. I think you're contradicting yourself. She's doing what she wants. She's beautiful. She yeah. wants to be with Jesse. Natalie's saying Jesse doesn't want to necessarily be with Jennifer. He's just in it because right now they're getting fame, they're getting TV time, they're getting more followers. She doesn't buy Jesse.
2: Yeah, I don't buy it. Natalie's wrong.
1: <sighs> you can't just say that because you dislike. Natalie.
2: I'm saying I don't buy it. I buy, I I stand behind what Tanya said. Tanya said that Jesse's arrogant. Yes. Yes, he is. He's full of himself 100%. He's flexing too much, definitely. But I don't buy that he's using Jennifer for fame.
1: You think they're truly in love? Oh, yeah, I do. No, I, I do too. I do too. I was just trying to clarify Natalie's point.
2: Yeah, I mean, she can think whatever she wants. I'm just saying I don't buy what Natalie's saying.
1: Because Natalie's saying it, if someone else said it, maybe you would. No, no, no,
2: I would still feel like no. Like I again, I do buy what Tanya's saying. I see him being arrogant, and I see him. Right. Well, that's you can't dispute that.
1: That's indisputable. And I get the whole multiple homes, living in different countries. Their job, their livelihood is travel. Yeah. So it makes sense to have different home bases. You just don't need to talk about it every time you open your mouth. That's
2: my entire point. Listen. Bottom of this is I'm happy for them. Do whatever you do. Like I'm happy for everyone and anyone who works hard and is successful. Work hard, play hard. Am I right? You're right. That's perfectly fine. But I feel like a lot of people who are successful, they don't have the need to flex.
1: Right. Right.
2: They just, as you said, they just live their lives. They're happy. And I feel like if Jesse just stopped flexing, just told people, How they met Jennifer, how he met Jennifer, how they got together, they're on the show, they travel the world, end of the story. That would be fun. Sure. Him talking about all these homes is just
1: annoying. Sure. Okay. So that's their segment. They go to break. Stepanka starts asking about everyone's weirdest jobs they've ever had. She's like, can anyone top farting in jars? (laughs) <laughs> when it comes to weirdest jobs,
2: well, Debbie tries. It's not a weird job. It's not. I feel like it's, it's
1: a cool an, job.
2: It's a cool job. It's an unusual job.
1: So let's let our friends know in case you didn't watch the tell all part two, and I don't blame you if you didn't. Debbie, double D's, Detective Deb, says she was a private investigator
2: in LA for two years. <laughs> fraud. Cheating, (laughs) etc.
1: Yeah, I don't know how good of an investigator she was because you think if she was any good, she would be able to get to the bottom of her dates lying.
2: I was literally gonna say if she was a professional PI, why in the world didn't she follow Jay?
1: Well, maybe that's why she only made it two years in the game because she was clearly not the best at it. At least not maybe these days.
2: Well, it's not the oldest job. Stepanka actually also in LA. Yes. She used to be a stripper. That's not
0: when an odd job. When she was twenty
2: three. I don't know any strippers, do you?
1: Um, yeah. You do? Yeah.
2: We'll have a conversation <laughs> off of air.
1: <laughs> no, not personally, but I I yes.
2: Okay. So anyways, Stepanka was a stripper when she was in LA because Ella is expensive. She moved there, but didn't think of how she's going to pay for things. Right. And it almost helped me understand her open mind, sexuality, this whole vibe that she has. Sure. Because that's how she feels and good for her. I feel like she's authentic when she talks about openly about sex and sexuality and all of that, because I feel like she's always been like this. I
1: mean, you would not take your clothes off in front of anyone else but me right true okay so i think it yeah i want to be
2: really drunk it takes a special (laughs) person
1: and so i think she's always been comfortable with her body she's always been comfortable with her sexuality
2: and that that's literally my point
1: yeah no this right it's not something she came into in her 30s of like oh maybe i'll get naked for people and make money on the internet she was doing it yeah since she was 20
2: and i it literally made me understand her whole persona. Like I get right. it. Like I get her.
1: Right, right. It's something that evolved over time. Yes. It's she started right where, where we all do. Mm-hmm. Not where we all do, but where.
2: <laughs> uh, Are you on OnlyFans?
1: On the pole. I mean, like that's that's your entry. I think. I, I guess Hooters, like a place like Hooters, maybe your first step, and Good then you
2: pride pickles.
1: Yep. <laughs> then you would go the, then you would go from Hooters pride to. Probably to to a strip club.
2: I guess. But then from
1: there, sure, on to OnlyFans and et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I think she started at the bottom, now we hear. here. Mm-hmm. Right? Another Drake song, God's Plan. Okay.
2: I was going to ask you, what's the oddest job you've ever had?
1: Okay. Um, well, first of all, I've defined for you what odd job is before on a previous podcast when we were talking about Ronald And his friend, right? An odd job is not a strange job. An odd job is a job you do here and there. It's like a random job. Yes.
2: So let's say strange job. A strange job. What's the strangest job you've ever had?
1: I've had a bunch. Bunch of
2: strange jobs?
1: Almost all of my jobs until I graduated college were strange jobs.
2: I think I know (laughs) some of them.
1: Okay. Um, Let's go in chronological order. Okay.
2: Didn't you sell organs?
1: No, I did not. <laughs> Don't tell people about that.
2: <laughs> I know you, well, I, you did something like I that. I was
1: a delivery guy for, in, for a summer job when I was in college. I delivered prosthetics. So oh,
2: okay. fake knees, fake hips. Okay.
1: <laughs> I would take them to the hospital. You would take the prosthetic, you would take it from our warehouse, drive it to a hospital. It was a super cool It was a super cool job because it was based out of Connecticut where I was living at the time. And then you would drive all over New England. So like the day would be get to the office, fill up the van with whatever prosthetics were needed for a surgery, (laughs) drive to like Vermont. So you would drive, you know, four hours, drop it off at a hospital, drive back. That's your day, right? You're just listening to music or podcasts weren't a thing back then, but just hanging out by yourself in a van on the road. Loved it. Then... Other days you'd have to go and pick up the parts and the tools because you would drop off basically medical tools, medical devices mm-hmm. to have the doctor be able to perform the surgery and then you would have to go pick it up and take it back. So it was me just basically running errands with prosthetics, but <laughs> great summer job. And then another, it's not an odd job. It's a cool job. It's, a, it's not the most common job. I was a mailman.
0: Oh, you should have worked for
1: a summer. So it's called casual carrier. So you can just go. I had to take like a two week course or something, and then mailmen like vacations too. So when the mailman, your normal mailman, goes on vacation, the casual carrier comes in, takes over his route. Bada bing, bada boom. Dropped off some letters, some packages. Called it a day. Great job.
0: Look at that. Because the faster
1: you got your route done, the sooner you could go home. So I would start, whatever, seven in the morning. And then if I flew through it, I could be home by like two in the afternoon.
2: Look at that.
1: Yeah. So those are the oddest jobs, I would say, the strangest jobs. What about you? I don't think you have any.
2: I, I I think I told you and you guys that I once babysat a puppy. Okay for like thirty or forty dollars an hour, they basically just said, "Can you play with the puppy?" Mm-hmm. and it was a great job.
1: That's it. Yeah, it's not strange at all, but it's like people, a dream job. Rich people
2: about it. It was yeah. a beautiful golden retriever puppy. it's lovely and then it's not an odd job, but growing up since I was like ten or eleven, my dad used to work at a newspaper as a writer, okay for a long time. he like co-owned the newspaper. And so every Sunday they, or Saturday, they did this promotion once in a while that you got free newspapers in your mail, right? Sure. Guess who was freaking delivering the newspapers you? all over town on my oh. little bike and my backpack. Sometimes I delivered like 800 newspapers. Look I was just dra- like driving my bike around, putting it everywhere, coming back home to refill my backpack.
1: So we had a similar uh, job. We were both delivering <laughs> To people's homes.
2: Yeah. And then as I got older, my dad just like, you have to do it now. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. I want to hang out with my friends. Yeah. And there was this one time that my dad made me do it at, uh, it was like an auto show in my okay. town. And me and my best friend, Teresa, she was hanging out there with me and we we're supposed to give newspapers away to people who walked in. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people didn't want it because they were walking into an auto show. They don't want to carry newspapers right. around. So we had like 300 newspapers left and we like had to give it away. And this is like the worst thing I've ever done. And my dad doesn't know. We Uh-oh. dumped it into a lake.
1: No. We had like a
2: 150 left. Let's say we like gave away a half. Yeah, you're
1: just polluting a lake. I know. That's really bad. That was my friend's idea. That's really I bad. I felt you really bad after we didn't did that. put him in a dumpster?
2: I don't know. That was my friend's idea. How old were you? Like 14. I know. Yeah, it was like the worst thing I've old, ever If you're done. old enough to get
1: condoms from school, you're old enough to know not to throw mm-hmm. newspapers into a lake.
2: So we did that and... Uh,
1: That's not good. Think about how many fish you probably killed.
2: Yeah, don't tell me. Yeah, but yeah, that was, that was bad. And I felt so guilty that I kept like doing this for my dad until I was like 16 or 17 mm. here and there. And... I always gave everything away. Even if it took me extra long, yeah. I never did this again. You
1: made up for that mistake. Yeah. Man, that's a that's a real downer. I think we need to move the on. The worst
2: part about this was that their colors were orange and black. And he always made me wear this orange shirt. Mm-hmm. Guess what was my least favorite
1: color? I'm going to guess uh, orange? Yes. Yeah, guessed it. <laughs> okay, can we move on? Yes. Tanya, Mother Missy, they're hanging out. And hair and makeup.
2: Miss is looking good.
1: Missy was looking great, right? I Cleaned feel like up nice, rocking a Burberry scarf or at least a knockoff Burberry scarf. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe she laid off the Jack Daniels or maybe Cinchin drank it all. I don't know, but she was looking pretty good. Pretty, 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 good. Pretty, pretty
2: good.
1: Yeah, and so they're getting their hair and makeup, talking about Cinchin, asking if. She thinks, if Missy thinks, Tanya and Sinjin should get back together. Oh, hell no. Well, but, like, it's even up to her. Like, Mom, do you think we should get back together? It's like, it's not up to you.
2: No, but you, you ask your mom or your dad, you know, like, an opinion on things. Yes. I do that,
1: too. Sure. Missy thinks Tanya needs to move on. And Tanya admits, yeah, we're not good together. And I'm even surprised we tried so long. So let's, let's do this. Let's do the Sinjin segment. Okay.
2: Sinjin in the segment, we welcome Missy.
1: She comes to set. Mm-hmm. Sean asks Missy, what did you think of their relationship? And Missy says, Tanya likes adventure, but is goal oriented. Work hard, party hard. think I've heard that before. <laughs> uh, but she says Sinjin never worked towards any goals.
2: Well, she first said, I thought he's going to do it. He's going to have some goals, but he didn't. And Sinjin's like, I'm a fucking free spirit. People just don't understand me. Yeah. And Miss is like, you know what? Sure. You just are not good for Tanya and Tanya's not good for you. You just, you guys just not good for each other. And Sinjin's like, yeah, I'm like, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and
2: that, that's okay.
1: That's completely okay. Not everyone is simpatico. Meant to be. Not everyone's meant yeah. to be. It's a shame. It takes years to find that out. Mm-hmm. And I think they found it out sooner than later. And they just yeah. kind of... Went with it. They couldn't let go. Little Jack, I'll never let go sort of moment. Mm -hmm. Um, She sure did. Eventually. But I think they knew sooner than they let go that it wasn't going to work. So then Sean asks Missy, how'd you feel about them breaking up, but still living together and being intimate? And Missy was like, I told Tanya to do whatever she wants, not worry about the rest of the world.
2: That's good. I mean, that's a good mom. I totally forgot. I don't know why I just thought of it, but remember when Sinjin came to the U.S., they were supposed to live in the shed.
1: Yeah, they are supposed to live. <laughs> they
2: wasn't even done.
1: Uh, oh, there's, yeah.
2: Well, Flashback. Yeah. Well, Miss, I do like that Missy's the bigger person who's like, Tanya, you do you. Sinjin, you do you. You guys weren't meant to be and that's okay. Sure. Right. Instead of being like, oh, yeah, like, he broke my daughter' daughter's heart, like, go fuck yourself.
1: Like, no, I think she's happy. I think she knew Sinjin wasn't good for her
2: Because Tanya. of her goals. I feel like if Tanya wants to settle down and have kids, Sinjin's not a guy for her.
1: Of course. But I also don't think any mom wants their daughter's husband to be waking up and having Jack Daniels at 10 in the morning. True. So I think she's happy. I think she's trying not to show too much happiness, but I think she's happy that they've split.
2: Unless it's a Sunday brunch.
1: Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Smoking like a true alcoholic. (laughs) So Sean brings up the financial responsibilities of Sinjin. Missy doesn't think that's an issue. She doesn't think Sinjin would ever live off the government. And that's really the only time when Missy would be responsible Yeah, for basically the
2: idea of this little green card, and we've been through it too, is that if they divorce or anything, let's say you are responsible for me for 10 years or until I become a citizen, yes. it would be fine unless I would ask the government for food stamps. They would be like, no, you're not getting them. Right. Your ex-husband needs to provide for you.
0: Right.
1: I think a lot of people are under the perception that, oh, you're responsible to provide her a house and a car. And it's like, no, no you're only no. responsible if she goes to the government yeah. and says, I need Yeah, money. Because the
2: government's going to turn you down. They're going to be like, no, there is a person who's supposed to take care of you. Yeah. They signed a contract, do it. But so, Tanya said, Sinjin hates paperwork. Like he cannot <laughs> fill out anything, which I can totally see. Oh,
1: totally. And, and
2: Missy said he would rather sleep in a tent. Yeah. So, and I can see that too. So I feel like they are good. Yeah.
1: We do find out, though, Sinjin didn't turn to the government for a loan, but he did turn to Tanya for a $2,000 loan.
2: And this thing kind of like threw me off. So, not threw me off, but I don't think I fully understood. Sinjin said, oh, ask Tanya for two K because I had to pay my rent, but my money didn't come tr- through just yet. So, I needed an advance, but I was going to pay to her the next day. Mm -hmm. Tanya jumped in saying, That's not what happened. You asked for money, and the next day you were on the flight to LA. Yeah,
1: that makes sense to me. Yes. He needed to pay rent. He asked for money. She got the money. He got the money from her, and he used it for a plane ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's so confusing? Well, he
2: never paid. She never sent him the money. Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. Yes. Of course, she said, I wanted to deposit the money directly to pay your rent, and you said that's fine.
1: No, 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 no. That's not what I understood. Then, but she wouldn't be getting so mad about it, and because she said he still owed her money, he owed her money for like the taxes or something. How? Oh, yeah. That yeah. Well,
2: he owed her money, but I'm saying when it comes to this, she was mad at him because he asked for money, and then he flew to L.A. Yeah,
1: with her money. Even Missy says. That means Tanya paid for you to go see another girl.
2: And he said, no, I have had that plan ticket.
1: Of course. I think he's lying. Either way, it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. He should have not flown to California to see a girl if he didn't have money to pay the rent. So, even Hey, he,
2: he just wanted to hang out at the beach. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. But, uh, so whether or not that, that 2K from Tanya went to the rent or to the flight... It shouldn't have gone anywhere because if he had a 2K to fly to California, he should have put that towards the rent instead.
2: I really don't think she sent him the money. Either way. Either way. No,
1: she definitely sent the money. You're saying you don't think he used it for the flight? Yeah, I don't
2: don't think she, I think she said, I'll just pay your rent directly.
1: Right. So let's say that's the case. Yeah. He should have just used the money he was using for California to pay the rent and not even ask. Yes. For so yes. it's messed up. Whether It is messed
2: That's what I'm saying I'm a little confused.
1: Right. I, I think you are confused. I think she sent money and he used it for California. But even if he didn't, even if she sent money and he used it for rent, he shouldn't be going to California. Yeah. If he's asking, if you're asking someone, hey, can I get some money for rent? You shouldn't be going on a vacation the next day.
2: Yeah, for sure. You
1: should be using whatever money you're using for vacation to pay rent. But he's a spirit. Absolutely. He's, a, he's, yeah, emphasis on the free.
2: You should have driven.
1: Emphasis on the free. Mm-hmm. Freeloader. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he goes He goes and meets up with what we assume is a girl because he doesn't come out and say, i was just meeting up with a friend or a guy. And if he was, you think he would just say that?
2: He said he didn't meet up with anyone, but I don't know if we buy it.
1: No, I thought he said he met up with a friend.
2: You, did he?
1: Yeah, but everyone's saying, well, was it a girl or a guy? And he's like, I'm not going to get into it.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, And everyone's saying, well,
1: if it was a guy friend, you would just come out and say it was a guy friend. Mm. Right?
2: I guess. So
1: after all this, Missy's just like, I think we're all in agreement here. It's great these two did not continue. Oh yeah. Deb. Best decision ever.
2: (laughs) No, I agree. Listen, not everyone is meant for each other. And that's why people should date first before they get married. And obviously the situation was better, better. Different. He was in South Africa. She was here, right?
1: Well, they dated in South Africa for a while. Well, she yeah, lived but with him for months.
2: For a couple of months. But it's still not the same if you live together for like three years constantly. Oh, that's
1: too long. You could... Come on. That's too long. Don't be so old-fashioned. So
2: old Two years. Miss
1: elementary school condoms over here.
2: <sighs> Two years. Is,
1: stop making up numbers. You could live with someone for a year and know.
2: Okay. I'm just basing off of me. Sure. And that's all I can do.
1: Sure. I think they didn't put a real effort into it in the time they had. I mean, we all saw Tanya take off for Costa Rica for a third of their 90 days. True. So I I don't know if it's even about the length of time, but it's what you do with that time that's important. And the time was not well spent.
2: Yeah. And here they are getting a divorce.
1: Yeah. So roll the clip of Sinjin dating in Phoenix. And while they're playing this clip of Sinjin and Kira, Tanya goes, She's pretty. And I was like, Well, that's interesting. Like that she would say that, that they would hone in on that. And apparently it's because Sinjin told Tanya that she wasn't very good looking. Oh, Sinjin. Yeah. So <laughs> Tanya feels like Sinjin is moving too quick, is worried he's going to create a pattern of bad habits. And she wants him to be happy, of course, but thinks you got to focus on yourself first.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So, okay. Sean asks about what Sinjin said about kids in the past because we heard what he said to Kira. And Tanya says, he told me he said he knew for sure he never wanted kids.
2: Oh, yeah. I think he did. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So... Steph's like, so how will you feel in a couple years if Sinjin gets someone else pregnant? And Tanya is like, well, I'll be upset and feel like, why not me?
2: I can see that too. Because the whole reason why they broke up is because she wants kids and she wants disability. And he doesn't want to have kids. He wants to travel and be a free spirit.
1: Yeah, but that's more than just kids. You said a lot of things right there, and yeah, only one but of, you I could, think the could, biggest
2: issue—the biggest issue—was the kids.
1: I think maybe um, that was numero uno, but I think two and three were he was not serious about finding work. He does want to travel a lot, so sure, she really, really wants kids, but she also wants him to find a steady job mm-hmm. and settle down preferably in Connecticut, which he was not a fan of. Yeah. So I really don't think the kids was the one and only issue. Well,
2: she said she would be willing to move to, like, the Carolinas or the South, but she doesn't just want to pack her stuff and leave. She wants to plan a little. She wants to make sure everything's okay, they can do it, which I understand. Like, I am a free spirit, but I plan. Sure. Like, I like to plan and make sure that wherever we go – We have a job. We have a place to live. We are ready to do things, not just, oh, okay, I'm going to whip out a tent under the overpass and figure things out.
1: No, fair enough. Fair enough. So everyone is team Tanya. Yeah. Steph's like, you can have it all. You deserve it. Just being her cheerleader slash therapist. And Sean asks if Tanya has been dating. Now that she's single. And she says, I did go on a date not too long ago. The guy got me flowers, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Not necessary to point out, but thanks for sharing. But there was zero spark. <laughs> zero spark with that date. And that's it. I think they need to cut ties and move on. Yeah. Otherwise. They do. They're they're living in the past mm-hmm. at this point. You guys aren't going to work out. I don't think you guys aren't right for each other. Just outside looking in. I don't think you guys have the same goals in mind or the same wants and desires. So At
2: least not now. I feel like they both need to do something else. They, Sinjin needs to blow up some steam and do him, do whatever he wants to do. Tanya maybe wants to, get pregnant and have babies maybe in 10 years if they're
1: no stop it why stop 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 because you're sending out this sense of false hope and you can't make a clean break if you're constantly thinking maybe in 10 years no make a clean break stop talking to each other unfollow each other from instagram don't look at each other's photos and move on and if you guys are soulmates which you said you're not, but if you guys are soulmates <laughs> and you find your way back together in 10 years after not talking, that's one thing. That's but, what I was
2: trying to but say. But don't keep
1: this safety net up. okay, if neither of us are married in 10 years, what if we get married? Stop it. If Clean break and move on. You literally
2: said what I said. You no, just you stole it from me. No, you
1: were like, maybe, well, maybe if they change, Well, It's like, okay. No, if-
2: no, no, no. I didn't say they change. I said, maybe if they both do whatever they want to do and they cross their paths again Fine. in 10 years-
1: but it's clear that they need to be separated. Okay. That's the only, okay. That's the difference. I didn't hear hear you say that. I didn't hear you say clean break.
2: Well, I didn't use those words.
1: Okay. Well, speaking of a clean break, let's take a break and we'll be right back with everyone's favorite. Or not. (laughs) Natalie. (laughs) And we're back.
2: Let's talk about Natalia.
1: Let's talk. Let's try not to scream about Natalie. Let's just talk about her, okay? Like
2: I it's like I personally don't care about her, but her attitude and things she says and does irritate me so much. I just can't take it. I find I it, take it
1: I find it comical and yes. I need to I think for the sake of this podcast or for the sake of people not yelling at me, need to look at them as real people need to imagine myself in the room with them need to imagine myself out to dinner with Jesse and Jennifer and them talking about their multiple houses need to imagine myself at the bar with Natalie and her talking about how beautiful she is because then I would be furious, but just watching them on TV, I'm like, this is great entertainment and that's what I'm here for. So I get excited when they're so crazy and annoying because it's entertaining.
2: I'm with you. I'm very excited. I love that she's crazy. But as you said, I also picture myself being their friend or something, having a drink. Right. If I went out with my friend and my friend said, oh my gosh, I'm so beautiful, I'm so successful, I would be like, Uh, hello and goodbye.
1: Exactly. But I love it on TV. I do and too. And that's why it doesn't piss me off because I'm like, thank you for being entertaining.
2: I feel like it pisses me off a little more because she's from Europe and I don't know. It's like, oh my gosh, like right. don't... European women are not like Natalie. European women are not idiots.
1: She's definitely giving Europeans a bit of a bad name.
2: And so that's... Sure. I'm not Ukrainian. I'm Czech. Very different country. But still, uh, like, no. You can look at Yara. Yara's great. Look at even Julia. Julia's kind of crazy. But (laughs) sure, she's still normal compared to freaking Natalie. And that's what pisses me off. Okay.
1: So let's talk about her. She's in Florida. She's happy in Florida. She keeps saying, I found peace in something else. She keeps alluding to something else, but I don't think she ever tells us what that something else is. I
2: don't think she found anything.
1: I thought it was gonna be a big reveal at the end of like, and I have this man.
2: Because no. she keeps
1: saying I found something else. But no.
2: I don't think she I don't think she can find a man because she's crazy.
1: Oh, you underestimate men. Or you overestimate men. I don't know which it is.
2: Like, I don't think... Yes. Okay. I have this issue with Natalie because she's crazy. She says things that I just want to slap her. But she is a beautiful woman. I can see men being attracted to her. Yeah. I cannot see anyone being able to deal with her long term.
1: People love crazy. Really? We have a very good friend. One of our few friends... And she's crazy, and he's the nicest guy in the world, and he deals with it.
2: But she's not Natalie crazy. Uh, she's pretty crazy. Not Natalie she, crazy. No, she's nuts. She's not going to come out and say, I'm so beautiful. Like, I'm not, like, oh, uh, my so fiancé should be lucky to have me.
1: Very close to that.
2: But she doesn't say it. That's my uh, point. Think close. it, I guess, but don't say it. Very close. And to she that. keeps saying it, Natalie, I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so something else she keeps saying is she doesn't miss the would. At all, doesn't miss the wood. Nothing against Squim, but it was COVID, and that's probably true. Like I kind of hear her when she says that because I feel like Washington. I think that was the first state that had a case of COVID. Right? They probably took the pandemic way more serious than Florida in. May of 2020, we were doing keg stands and butt chugging on the beach here in Florida. True. Sure. So <laughs> she probably got here and was like, oh, hell yeah. This is America. Land of the free. Right?
2: Well, she said, oh, I hated Squim, etc. Why didn't you research Squim? Not that it was about Squim. It oh, was it's about, about Mike. Mike. But she should have known what she's getting herself into. You, when you I, hate
1: her so much.
2: I do. But in comparison... Before I came to the U.S. as an au pair, I Google mapped everything. I knew exactly where I'm going to live. I knew exactly how I'm going to get to the closest store, etc. I was studying the map like a crazy person. I was mad that I was so close to New York, but it wasn't New York. But yeah. I knew exactly what I was getting myself into.
1: But think of the flip side. Say she did Google all of that. Saw it. And then was like, I love Mike so much, I'm going to suck it up and deal with it. That's more amazing.
2: Oh, no, that's great. But since the second she landed, she was complaining.
1: No, that's oh for sure. She so, got in there. She's like, this place is cold.
2: Yeah. So you don't have
1: tea. I know I'm with you. She shouldn't have complained as much. But my point is, you, you can still come even if you don't love the town because you love the person. True.
2: Oh, no, 100%. But I'm saying... She should have run her research. She should have known what she's getting herself into.
1: But also, I do think COVID probably did have some impact on yes. her experience.
2: I mean, it seems like there is no one living around Mike. Like, there are people, but it's probably a house, two miles, nothing, a house. Yeah,
1: Tamara. Yeah, Tamara. Yeah, Tamara doing donuts on her ATV. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't think there is a house next to a house next to a house. It's not a community. No. So, again, it comes down to research. And so if she came for Mike, truly, she should have known. Like, they should have talked about his schedule. She should have known all about him working this much. She should have known all of that and be like, yes, like, I love Mike. We're going to adjust. We're going to make it work. She landed And all she did was complain. She was complaining about Mike working so much. She was complaining about Squing being like, blah, there's nothing going on. She was complaining about a farm. Like she was just complaining. I,
1: I agree with that, for sure. So then she says, which I don't know if we totally understand. After the single life, Mike found another woman.
2: Yeah, I don't understand what she said by that, but we saw stuff on social media.
1: Now, yeah, Mike was dating or in a relationship. Who knows? Natalie says, I'd be happy for him if he was just honest with me, but we don't talk.
2: And now it's like, she's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Mike denies it. Double D is the detective, right? Is like, it's all over the internet. It's all yeah. over the internet, Mike. We we see that well, we follow sh- all the pages.
2: Shibang's like, how does he <laughs> Have all this game. Uh, yeah. Apparently, it's because he's a Scorpio. He's a Scorpio,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Tony's like, preach, honey. Yep, Scorpios, <laughs> I get it. All right. My soulmate was a Scorpio.
2: Well, Mike is joining us on TV. Bring I wish in. he was there in person. Bring
1: him in, yeah. Um, Natalie being much warmer to Mike than I thought she'd yeah. be.
2: He's so like, I'm happy to see you. You look good.
1: Yeah. You look good. Mike was a little cold. I
2: get it. Like, the way she left him, I don't think I would even want to see her.
1: No, absolutely not.
2: And it's been three months since she left, which I thought it was longer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, who knows when this was filmed.
2: But apparently, Mike still has his home in Squim, but he also got an apartment in Seattle, which is great.
1: That is brutal.
2: And Natalie's, like, hating this. She's like, okay, so you you, when I was there, you never wanted to do this. You never wanted to move to Seattle. I was living in Squim, but now when I left, all of a sudden, you moved to Seattle. And it's like, Natalie, again, you were there for Mike, right? Sure. Are you saying if Mike said, oh, let's get a place in Seattle, you wouldn't have left? Is that what you're saying?
1: Who knows? I mean... It's tough. It's got to be tough to hear because that'd be like Natalie saying, oh yeah, um, nice to see you, Mike. I actually, um, I'm on the carnivore diet now and I enjoy having a glass of wine with dinner every night.
2: I think he would be cool. I like Mike. I, um, I'm i all team of Mike.
1: No, I know. But, but the point is all he wanted her to do was eat meat and have a drink once in a while. And she's a vegan and all she wanted was to live in a place that has mm. something going on. Now, he is living in a place where something's going on. If she could make those little adjustments, maybe they would have had a happy I relationship.
2: Didn't, no, you're wrong. I don't think he ever wanted her to have a meet or have a drink. Like, no, he wanted her to chill about the fact that he does it. Sure, fair enough. Like, if she can have a Coke and a bowl of rice and still have fun and be cool about Mike eating a steak and having a beer, they can have a nice dinner and enjoy themselves, no problemo. He had issues with her every single time he cracked a beer or he had a a piece of steak. She was like, oh, my God, stop eating the animals. Like, you're an alcoholic.
1: I would just be upset if I was Natalie because she vocalized, oh, I'd love to live in Seattle. I'd love to live somewhere other than the wood. And Mike really didn't give two thoughts about it. And then as soon as she's gone, boom, he moves. He was never like, let's look, let's see if we can find an affordable place.
2: Well, here's the reason. He said the ferry stopped going. It's a great reason. Yeah.
1: It's a great reason. But I don't think he started getting paid more during COVID. It's not like, well, now I have more money and now I can't. It's like, no. He said he found a place that was affordable. Did you guys look when you guys were together? Did you guys look for an apartment that was affordable?
2: I think the relationship was just...
1: Oh, it's a terrible, toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. I just could see how Natalie would be stung hearing that news.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Well... Natalie is not happy about this whole thing. She's like, it was like all the time I was living in Squim, never paid attention to me. He was always working. It was just Natalie and the wood. And so she's like, I came to America confident. I was good looking. I moved to farm, gained 20 pounds. I was on anti- antidepressants.
1: Antidepressants.
2: And I hate doing this accent because I work so hard not to have the Eastern European accent, but... She was an antidepressant and literally Natalie, I, I don't know what to say about this.
0: Well,
1: you you had a similar experience. You came to America, you gained 20 pounds.
2: I did, but- You didn't
1: go on antidepressants. I
2: did not. I came to America, I gained about 15 pounds, very yeah. true. And then my dad told me on Skype that I look like a hamster. Meaning <laughs> a that squirrel my, or a, a hamster? A squirrel. Like, yeah. I was like storing food in my cheeks. Yeah it looked like it and then I realized that nothing fits me and so I joined the gym and I started eating healthier and that's fine I didn't go antidepressants
1: you can relate
2: yeah but I wasn't overeating because I was unhappy I was overeating because in Czech we don't have donuts
1: or carrot cake
2: Uh, yeah
1: you didn't have carrot cake every night
2: I did not, but I had a muffin every night with a coffee mm. and a cigarette and then I had Chinese food. I discovered all these. And it wasn't just me. If you talk to any old pairs, every old pair gained weight when you came to America because you started eating, experiencing everything you don't have in your country.
1: And I think it's vice versa. If I moved to Czech, I feel like I would gain weight too, except like we got to go out, we got to have the beers, we got to have the local beers, oh. the wine. So I, I do think it's an American thing because... We have probably a ton of unique foods here from all the different cultures mm-hmm. that you want to try. But I think any time you travel somewhere else, you're like, oh, I got to experience yeah. this.
2: But it's up to you. Like I, it was my fault that I gained all the way when I came oh, here. yeah. 100%. Don't no one made me eat the donuts. No one made me eat the muffins. No one made me go to diners and trying literally everything on the menu. It was my decision.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But you lived and you learned Mm -hmm. and you figured it out. So, okay. Sean asks about Mike's dating life. He says he's single though. Says he's focusing on other things, his work, his business. And he denies all the allegations, the photos. He says, I just, it was a friend. I met up with a friend. We hung out and stuff, but we're not dating.
2: And Natalie apparently texts Mike, but he doesn't reply, which is true and Mike said, yeah, I mean, I don't want to have anything to do with her. She just got up and left. So mm-hmm. that's about it. And I'm so team Mike. The oh, way yeah. she left, like, I honestly, I would not even come on the show. I would be like, I don't even want to deal with her at all. Like, that's it for me.
1: No, 100, 100%, 100%. He's, he's over her. He says, get a divorce. You can do whatever you want. And now he's like, okay, God bless you. <laughs>
2: It was right before she's going to lose her shit. Well,
1: we get this never-before-seen clip, which I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Bring on mm-hmm. the juice. And then it was everything we knew already. I know Natalie was married three times. Big whoop. We all knew that, right? She's like,
2: all my life, I've been married. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to marry anymore. It's been too many times.
1: And Mike knew that. So there was no shocker there.
2: And there is also no shocker when Mike says... I'm going to file for a divorce within the next couple of weeks. I'm done. Right. And Natalie like loses it. Loses it.
1: Well, I don't know if she lost it there. Tanya asked if she filed, if Mike filed for her green card. And Mike says no.
2: Well, before she did that, Natalie's like, I wouldn't even take my clothes when I left. Like, and you can even spare money for a car, three thousand dollars. <laughs> and They just started saying things that I didn't yeah. even pick up on. I like, couldn't even they take notes on didn't make sense, yeah. and I'm just like, what? Like you left him, you literally left, and you're saying, oh yeah, I left. I didn't even bring my clothes. Like, like what is it? Like <laughs> Are you like a good person now because you left Mike, but you didn't take your clothes? Like he can wear it,
1: right? Well, like, I mean, what, how Bo- are you
2: saying, Natalie?
1: Bojangles might put on a sure to well, but
2: probably but what
1: i wonder if the implication or what she was trying to say is i wasn't going to leave for good i left my clothes in the closet i was coming back i was just getting a breather i was just getting some space i, I wouldn't let
2: her back if she did No that.
1: oh absolutely not no. but i just wonder if that's the only thing that makes sense to me of why would you even bring up not taking your clothes but she's
2: an idiot <laughs> but that is the bombshell okay
1: here's the bombshell
2: mike actually never filed her green card paperwork. Right. And it's a big-ass issue, guys. It's a big, big issue if that's true. Well, this
1: made made me sad. I'm such a—I'm not even a Natalie apologist. I'm just trying to see it from her side. When she was like, Mike's like, we didn't file for the green card. And she's like, yes, we did. Like, yeah. What are you saying? No? Like, why? That—for some reason, that—I don't know.
2: No, I I don't feel bad at all because if you really wanted to do this— a.
1: Be should, involved. Yeah,
2: be involved. Like I filed. I, I did a lot of the work, but you helped me, and we did it together when we filed the green card. What are you talking about?
1: You did a lot of the work. We did it together. Well,
2: we did it together. I'm saying, like, I meant it from my perspective as the foreigner that I did a lot of the work. You I did, did all the, the research. research. Yeah, you
1: knew what needed to be done. I didn't say,
2: hey, John. So now I'm he- now we're married. You do the work, and let me know how it's going. Right. That's what I'm saying. We 100% we did it together. Right. 100%. You
1: didn't just say sign here. Yeah. We did it together.
2: 100% I educated myself on what's going on. I literally, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm, I might be as well. Right. Because (laughs) I learned a lot. The fact that Natalie said, oh, we did. And Mike is like, no, we didn't. I never filed it. How didn't you know?
1: Right. Unless he uh, misled her. Unless he misled her. We don't know the whole story. If no, was we, like, do, we don't. If he was like, Yeah, I got the papers, she might be like, Cool, you got, because you can get the papers, you download them off well, the internet, need, and then.
2: Well, you need signatures. Right, right, right. You need things from her side. You, maybe you need they did a all of they, information. Maybe they did
1: all of that and didn't put it in the mail. Like, we don't know enough about True. this, because I have so many questions.
2: Oh, I, me too, 100%. My
1: main one is How is Natalie getting paid for the single life? Because she, you can't be on you can't be on TLC and not get paid
2: so I have an answer for it and again guys we don't know any details but based on what we know this is what I think is happening Natalie thinks that Michael filed the paperwork which means she's in the waiting limbo and that's true it takes time to get anything done through the immigration right it can take months it can take years so her living in Florida thinking I'm gonna get my paperwork she's waiting for it right Mike would receive the paperwork because that's their place of living. If they didn't live together, she couldn't file for this. Right? So because she's waiting, she doesn't have any papers. I think Mike is receiving the money from TLC. And she said it later, he pays her. Right. She has access to his car, but there is only a certain amount. I think part of the amount is what he receives from TLC for her.
1: That could be... Yeah, I mean I'm sure he got paid when they were on Happily Ever After. And then maybe they just kept sending him the checks for the single life and then he sends her money or deposits into her account. The main issue is she's clearly overstayed her visa.
2: And that's a big ass issue. And I tell you what, she came here on K one, which means you have a ninety day to get married.
1: Shout out to the name of the show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Usually people don't take ninety days because it means that you have 90 days to marry and file the paperwork. You don't have 90 days to marry and then two months to file. So usually people don't take the 90 days, take 80 days or work on the paperwork before you actually get married so you can file the second you marry someone because 90 days and you're out of status if you don't file.
1: Right. Everyone thinks it's 90 days to marry. It's 90 days to marry and file. Uh Now... You don't need to get approved.
2: No, 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 no.
1: It's as soon as, I think it's got to be as soon as USCIS receives it, I would say.
2: It has to, you have to get the letter, all the, all the stamp or it has to be in the online system. That's USCIS received your application before your 90 day is over. Right. Otherwise then, you're going to fall out of status. Then
1: they can take 16 months, 24 yeah. months. It could take them however long, but as long as you got mm-hmm. it in now you're good. Now you're, you're within status. Yes. But if he's saying, if Mike's saying, oh, I didn't file anything, Mm -hmm. that means cool. You got married within the 90 days Mm -hmm. and you got married on like the last day of the Mm -hmm. 90 days. If you remember, Mm -hmm. there was that whole race against the clock with Bojangles and his tank top tee officiating or whatever that was, howling like a wolf, but they were down to the wire to get married. They would have needed to file like that night or the next day.
2: Exactly. And This is the thing. There are a lot of illegal immigrants who overstay their whatever visa. They still get married and they can still get green card. But that process takes a long time because you broke the rules, which means when the immigration receives their paperwork, they'll be like, shit, these people broke the rules. Let me see if they're real. Let me put it on the side. Let me investigate. It wouldn't be smooth. If they've done it within the 90 days, which is the legit way to do it, she got the K-1 approved. That process wouldn't take that long. Right. So basically, long story short, she has no status because if you are on one visa, you cannot apply for another one.
1: She, yeah, she either, either they did file it and this is just for TV. Yes. Or she overstayed her visa.
0: And she needs to leave.
1: She's going to either have to leave or she's gonna have to bring a case against Mike, like he abused mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. mentally or physically. That's why I left and mm-hmm. went to Florida to get away from him. Totally. And yeah, she's gonna need a lawyer and to, yeah. f- and to make she claims would need to against. Fight it. She's gonna she need, need to,
2: to fight it really hard. Claims
1: against Mike. Otherwise, yeah, she's gonna be deported. Yeah. So who knows? Again, it could all be for TV. He could have filed it. Nobody knows. We don't know. But it was it was a bit of a bombshell. I would say
2: it was a huge bombshell.
1: Natalie clearly is taken. By surprise she's bawling she kind of leaves the stage and curses mike out
2: which i honestly why she left him she moved to florida you did you natalie think that you guys are gonna stay married and he's gonna be sending you checks forever oh my gosh well, she left him of course he's gonna divorce you
1: but she left him thinking at least she was in status now she's thinking oh my gosh, he's going to divorce me and I don't have these visas in the works. No, so. it,
2: it's it's fucked up. I hope she gets deported. If this is all yeah. true, I really hope she gets deported because she has no place in the States. She throws a bad shade on people who do this for real. Oh, for sure. And maybe she came here for real. That's great. But if she came here for real, she came here for Michael. It didn't work out. Go back.
0: Yeah. No, Go I,
2: back.
1: I agree. I agree. Okay. Oh my
2: gosh, I'm so fired up. Okay. I'm well, sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's the end of the podcast, it right? <laughs>
1: it's nothing, nothing else to say, I don't think. No, We've I was just going to
2: add, I'm all for love. I'm all for international love, but... You got to follow the rules because if you don't follow the rules, you make it very difficult for the people who do it the right way.
1: 100%.
2: I'm just going to end it here.
1: end End it there. Guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Good time over there. Make sure you follow us wherever you're listening to us, whatever podcast platform you're listening to us so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash it like it's super duper hot. as the end of this season. Woo. <laughs>
1: Finally. Um, and thank you guys again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. We really appreciate it. It helps the podcast. It helps us. So thank you in advance if you haven't left one. And thank you if you have left one. Yes. Okay. I've said it all.
2: I've said it all. Sure
1: have. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon.
0: bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye.